Okay, here we go. The Pan and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Pan Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. Welcome to the Pan and Mikey Show. I'm Peter Puller, staff announcer, and here to tell you that I have to hurry this up because I've got to get out of here for social distancing reasons. These two guys sitting here next to me really, really smell bad, and I'm sure they've got germs. So here's the show. Wow, Ben, did you hear that? That guy's a dick. I know. He really is. And he had to do it from that remote studio on the other side of the building. He's got an an attitude problem. I know. Thinks he's better than we are. Yeah, I think so. Just because he worked in New York. Why can't you fire him? Uh, He's got some pictures. Well, you know, they used to pay him to be good, but now he's good for nothing. (laughs) He's got pictures. I can't even tell you what are in the pictures. Ah, Jesus. Nancy Pelosi would be so upset. Oh, man. Okay, first things first. What is it? Nancy Pelosi. we got to get it on the table here. Go ahead. Now, Ben. We're not getting her on the table, right? I know. (laughs) If you... If you if you keep getting those if you keep getting those facelifts, you're gonna be wearing a beard. Are we no, she, sure she's still alive? No, she's alive. She not like a five she's foot shaky. five no. marionette doll now. Uh, let's go through the list of things she wanted to include in the bailout bill for the cor- coronavirus problem. Yes. All right, go ahead. You ready? Comment on this, Ben, because because I'm more liberal than you. Two? Yes. Okay. <laughs> she wanted a bailout of all current debt at the postal service. Wow. I don't I don't get it, but no, I'm not for it. No. So. So this po- postal worker's walking down the street. He turns around. There's a snail behind him. He kicks it and rolls it down the street. The, the other postal worker says, what did you do that for? The first postal worker says, I, I, he's been following me around for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, she wanted required early voting. Required. Required. So you can't take the full time to make up your mind. you got to vote early. Oh, yeah. Why can't we just have a, a voting day? A clean bill. And Why? wouldn't you think that early we voting? We have all these bank holidays. Why can't we just have one day where it's like, hey, Assholes, go fucking vote. Now, wouldn't you think early voting would also backfire on them if all of a sudden, like for instance, a right. couple of candidates dropped out? Yeah, or just, dies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they're, you know, these guys are all. Why can't we have a clean bill just like Daisy Duck did after she went for a swim? Why are we going to have people vote and then maybe be dead by the time November rolls around uh-huh. and their vote now counts, but they're dead? I'm not even begin- beginning to be nearly done. What's next? Required same day voter registration. Required. Required. And and the the money from this bill will go toward that. Isn't she the one that calls Trump a dictator? I don't get it. Provisions on official time for union collective bargaining. Now she's getting involved in the labor movement. It it has nothing to do with the coronavirus at all. Keep going. Full offset of airline emissions by 2025. Okay, right. So the airline business doesn't already didn't already get a huge kick in the nuts. They need this from her. So that means planes have to fly without exhaust. <laughs> right. Well, they're going to be rubber bands. Yeah. Right. What? Invest in rubber bands. Electric planes. Publication and reporting of greenhouse gas statistics for individual flights. Yeah. Retirement plans for community newspaper employees. Oh. Why? So that's if you work for the patch, you know, the Framingham patch. Oh yeah. That's... Well, we're going to give you a retirement plan. Oh boy. That's what just what, what did I do to deserve that? That's... Why? Nothing. Why can't people just save their money? Federal $15 minimum wage. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm fine with that. Automatic. So, it, as part of this bill? Yeah. It, what does it have to do? No, as part of this bill. I, How about get people back to work first? Yeah, that, that shouldn't be important right now. Yeah. Permanent paid leave. Study on climate change. Wait, midi- hold on, what? Permanent, Permanent paid, paid leave? leave? That's what it says. 
don't the know. Fuck? I mean, yeah. I I mean, know. I mean, what does that why, mean? Why bother? None of this shit's going well, in. I know. It's, it's, Study on climate change is mitigation efforts. Is permanent paid leave what you got from EEI? It's a green. I left permanently. I apologize. I stepped on your last one. What was that? Study on climate change mitigation efforts. It's the Green New Deal. Oh yeah. It's AOC. You know, it's a it's a it's a wink to her. That'll help to mitigate the coronavirus. Oh God. Yep. I you know she said I you know. Is there more? Answer I. AOC. I remember when you used to sit on my lap. Nancy, (laughs) I remember when you had a lap. The provisions will apply to the companies and businesses rescued by the bill. And what's the other one? P- Planned Parenthood? Planned Parenthood. And there's also what one. What does that the... have to do with it? Well, you never know. What these was the things. other one? I think it was the Kennedy Center for the Arts or something <laughs> to, to rehab the, uh, the building. Yeah. Beautiful. So this is what we're holding up all the relief from this problem yeah. with. When she flies back, by the way, on a private jet, yeah. talk about mitigation of, uh, of uh, yeah. gases. Well. You know, I went, well, hold on. What are they going to do about all those senators that knew bad news was coming and decided to dump their stocks? Well, they should be punished. Yeah. What, why isn't punished. anything like that in the? Well, she doesn't have time for that. She's too busy moving the left's agenda so fast forward for no reason. I mean, it, it would be one thing if these were interconnected to the to the crisis. They're not. No, no. I, see, I believe in some of the green initiatives, but attached to this makes no, no. fucking sense. No, to me. Like, I, I agree with it because. It's important to the planet. It's important to the next generation yeah. of people. But right now, that's... It's a pork-laden bill. Every, there every, is no every future bill generation ha- have a separate check policy like you do when you go out to dinner in an expensive place. It's unbelievable. It's I went unbelievable. down. I got a Sudbury pizza the other day. I went down to Sudbury <laughs> Pizza. And I wanted... I had this craving for an Italian sub. They make the very best. Yeah. With everything on it. I didn't even know it. they had a Navy. Oh, yeah. Well... <laughs> so I go in there and all, I notice all the tables and chairs are pushed off the floor and they're up against the wall. And I said, "Nick, what's happening here?" And I said, "You cleaning?" He said, "No, Corona. Got a so- social distance." I said, "Wow." So I ordered my sandwich, and while I'm he waiting, threw it at yeah, I asked him, "How's business?" <laughs> and the poor guy, he's got a small business. I know. A big sigh from his face. He just gets sad. His son's working of over by the, the, the big house. His life is in that Yeah, place. so he says, I don't know what I'm going to do. He says, everything yeah. is slowed down. So I had some extra dough from a few things that I've done recently. and I, I You had, made a pizza? No, the sandwich, came to, <laughs> the sandwich came to seven bucks, but check this out. The sandwich, so I, took I out needed a, that. I took out a 20, and I needed. gave it. I put it in the can. I said, listen, man, share this with everybody. Yeah. And the look on his face was like, it was hard. To, it made me feel really, really good. But it was just one of those things. He's one of how many millions and millions of All small of them. business owners? Every single one of them. Yep. And now he's, his business is closed because Governor Baker said we've got to shut well, the businesses down. Hold, hold on. I understand both sides. Mikey and I own a small business. What's up? Is that wallet still open? My wallet is open, but you'll notice that we're still in here doing the, uh, the podcast. Oh, okay. You talking about those plants growing in your yard? <laughs> oh, those. I give him the seeds. He takes care of the weeds. We're in business. Uh, yeah, I feel extremely bad for all the restaurant owners. A lot of business owners, not just the restaurants. Yeah. It's like the it's all about hotels and everybody's shut down. It is. It's bad. And and here's the thing. I think one thing that the Pike, my new employer, is doing very well. They have this page on their web page, uh, pikefm.com, where it's the Pike loves local, and they're allowing every single restaurant. Yeah. To just put their ads up there with their nice. specials, their deliveries, their times, where they're located, their phone number. It's basically free advertising 
for restaurants that are suffering right now in the business. But it's also good for the listeners because you say, well, I wonder what I can get. I've already had pizza here. There's yeah, a- where can I go? What can I do? Hey, this place isn't far. Let's try it. And you know? also radio listeners or podcast listeners, a lot of them don't understand how ruthless radio salespeople can be. They right. don't ever right. give away anything for free. So, By ruthless, was, do you mean uh, douchebaggery? Uh, 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 yeah. I don't know if I think it was might have been Chuck Perks and working with other people. Their idea to put it up there free—it's a great thing, it's, and it is we're a great promoting thing. it on the That's air awesome. not for for self-aggrandization, yeah. but for to help out because it's, it's a public service. That's I what radio is so supposed bad. to do. Yeah. The people make tips. They're just they're suffering right now, That's you know. Right. And I, when we all, when this thing's clear by Easter, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, when are. we rise from the dead like the Lord did yeah, back right. in, um, then what we should all do is go out to eat and double tip the waitresses yep. and get back in the swing of things as fast as possible. That's going to happen. It's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, I, my wife was a server when I met her. She worked at the halfway cafe, and yeah. she, you know, she always gets on me. Oh, you got to tip 20 percent all yep. the time because she knows what it's like to Any make person a living. That's been a waiter sucks. knows. Yeah, waiter or yep. wait. Yep. Wait. So now she just takes the twenty percent off the top of my pay. <laughs> of course, <laughs> and she deserves it too. She deserves. She's way a, more she's than a that. great, great woman. So uh, I, I'm still doing the radio station thing, although it's like a ghost town in there. There's only three or four people walking around at the Pike. Now that's the Pike 100.1 FM. Yes, it is. Yeah. Three to seven every single weekday <laughs> afternoon. It's Planet Mikey, everybody. I have heard you on the air, and now I, I sit here and I look at you across the table here, and I'm thinking, wow, that's the same guy that's on the radio. That's right. It's magic, isn't people it? People always say to me, you know, you don't look like you sound on the radio. And I go, I know. And they go, that's really good, though, that's for you. <laughs> How many right, times have so- you been told you have a great face? For radio, oh, that's that's the least funny radio cliche I I ever hear. You know, I hear that. I'd rather hear Raditz say, "Jesus Christ, you look like a blocked punt." That's that's (laughs) that was the one that always won. Only at 9 a.m. he'd waddle in there, you know, and I'd have a rough Saturday night and Sunday morning. Mike and the Monster, and he'd look at me. He'd say. Oh jeez! You know, he, and he's to, he was to talk right, yep. the monster. So uh, Ben, you how was your debut as Hal the computer last week? You sounded terrible. It was fantastic. It was a lot of fun to not see you old ugly bastards oh, for man, one that's, week. That's cold. Yeah. That's, oh, that's cold. But his one word answers were so Halish, weren't they? Yes. You know, you yes. reminded, reminded me of Maury. Maury Levine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We should get in here one of these days. That's right. To hear the real thing. That's a good idea. If you say so, Mike. <laughs> and he'd always look right at the camera and he'd say, thanks for the opportunity. Which is <laughs> a t- um, how come neither of you are all that worried? About what? What the fuck do you think I mean? Ben, have you noticed that all the stories in the news are gloom and doom, the death count, uh, the number of dead people, the number of infected people, but they never give you the stories of the people that have contracted the disease, had a few days of discomfort, yeah, and right. are doing, doing fine. Or I the think... 99% of the people who haven't even got it. Do you know anybody personally that has it? No. Do no. you? Nope. I don't either. Now, I think it more hits home when you actually do know somebody. Yep. We should but say tested hand, positive for it. I'm sure yeah. there's somebody listening right, right, right now who's thinking, oh, listen to those assholes. Jeez, it's everywhere. No, but yeah. the thing no, is, I'm just asking because you guys are older than 50. Yep. I am not. Yep. Yeah. I'm So if we younger. contracted it, we'd have a higher rate of mortality. Yes, and that's why I'm asking. We don't smoke butts. I quit four years ago. Well, you don't yeah. smoke butts. Well, not Bill. only that, I'm in good health. You know, I'm Me in, too. I'm, I'm, just, I'm a fine specimen that's of a man. Right. In I fact, kick, I'll leave you a specimen I right now. I could kick your ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would take Bill in that fight. 
I would too. Okay, that's right. Just making sure we were all on the same page. Well, he's Thank you know, you, ben. I mean, you're welcome. He's in, he looks 10, 20 years younger than he is. Uh, I think I would. What take are you? Ninety six now? <laughs> I think I would take you in great. a fight versus anybody else your age. Oh, I'd, I'd go along with that. Although I knew, I know. Wait a minute, hold on, Chuck Norris. I'll take Bill. Oh, Fuck yeah. Chuck Norris. Chuck- He's he's 82. By the way, Schwarzenegger and I are the same Chuck Norris, the least believable hair color in the history of mankind. (laughs) I know. You know, the guy's 80. You telling me your fucking hair is still dark brown, chestnut brown, you lying sack of shit? Hey, look at this. How much do you want to bet that his hair (laughs) is not dyed? Chuck Norris Uh, or me? I don't want to bet anything. We know your hair's not dyed. No, you you, got to be kidding me. Because you look at it. Even on the Christy Brinkley ad 20 years ago. You know? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she's dying all of her hair. You know, there's a little little mention mention of betonline.ag to help help them out with some information. Passing it along to our radio listening audience. Oh, the BetOnline. Our sponsor? Podcast listener. With currently no NBA, no NHL. It's just in. No MLB either. You might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Really? I'll bet you I can put a beer bottle 15 feet across the room and pee into that bottle and not spill one drop. Can we bet on that? Oops, I just lost my page here. <laughs> or bet online. <laughs> oh, man. So, no, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, our exclusive partner in this podcast from the betting perspective, betonline.ag, yeah. still has hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on. Cricket racing, for example. <laughs> From Australia. No, they, they seriously do. You let them bring Vegas to you, too. They have online casino and blackjack. Now, oh, you, you can do You don't have this. to go into the casino and maybe get... Mix with people and get the coronavirus. You have your own little sacrosanct casino in your basement. Sacrosanct. Wow. Yeah. 24 hours a day, too, by the way, yeah. and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. Well, poker. It is called... Bet, poker. I don't even bet know online. it. <laughs> Remember the sign out front? Yeah. Poker in the rear, liquor in the front. If you're into props and entertainment betting, <laughs> you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Wow. Or what time you think Nancy Pelosi's chin will actually drop onto the podium. <laughs> Visit the website and use your mobile device or both and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus. Wait a minute. I thought it was nice. 50%. Went hey. up. Our oh. friends at Bet Online jumped it up. Wow. Bailing you out, man. Look at that. It's a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Be sure to use the promo code CLNS50. Oh, it should be CLNS100. It should be, but, yeah, but try both. But it's not. It's CLNS50. CLNS50. Okay. Don't try 100. Right. It's not going to work. <laughs> I know. <that's> <laughs> Maybe they'll give you 200. <laughs> BetOnline.ag. Nice people helping you out when you're, you know, because you're bored and you're yeah. home and there's no sports. They are your online wagering experts. Thanks, Bet Online AG. I shouldn't get major talent fees. For I those. agree. I thought you did. I think that was more than sixty seconds. That's right. You know, every time you do those, they're more than sixty seconds. You know, it? I did a commercial one time, my first job in radio, and ran ninety-five seconds. And I got I got a call from the program director saying, "Why did you? It's a sixty-second commercial. Why did you run it ninety-five seconds?" 
I said there was too much copy. There you go. I don't want to leave anything out. I don't want to leave out. I'm not going to self-edit. I did 95 seconds. Pay the man. Meanwhile, the sales guy was sitting <laughs> by his desk going, yeah. <laughs> I remember it was for the Broad Street Dairy Queen oh. in Manchester, Connecticut, the commercial. Wait, did you own that? No, that wasn't the one I owned. I owned Vernon. That's why you did a 95 second No, that's commercial. not why. I wasn't. I didn't own a Dairy Queen yet. But uh, it was really a. Yet. And the guy, the guy who usually did them recorded, Jeff Jacobs, was from England. He did, the, he did them long, too. He's like, Try a new brazier burger at the Broad Street Dairy Queen. Just look at that juicy meat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the guy had no clue. He's never been to a Dairy Queen. I wonder if he's still alive. Anyway, so enough about Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. I'm just glad we are considered essential as media members so oh, we, we can are. travel. Yeah, I wasn't going to shut this down. This is very essential. Oh, yeah. are you kidding me? That's right. Uh, now, March 24th, uh, we're recording this on March 24th. Tomorrow is my son Andy's 14th birthday. Oh, Andy. Yeah, little Andy. was well, now big Andy, and he's getting bigger all the time. But today, March 24th, let me just mention a couple famous people who have birthdays. Oh. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Yeah, we've heard of him. Happy he looks birthday. Like, were you waiting for us to say something? No, I just want, well, I'm going to tell a little story about Peyton Happy birthday, Manning. Peyton. Yeah. Uh, he... First of all, he looks like a bobblehead doll that's had the head removed. Yeah. You know, his it, it's like his neck is really his head. Yeah. You know how he's got that weird head? Somebody once said he has a neck like a pilot whale. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Peyton Manning is 44 today. 44. Now, there was a time. His neck is three. I went on the year when he was playing uh, against the Patriots. And it was some matchup that was... I bet against Peyton Manning. I said, if Peyton Manning wins this game, I will wear a Peyton Manning shirt for a month. Wow. So he did. And I, I got this number 18 Indianapolis Colts Peyton Manning shirt. And I happened to I, I followed through on the bet. And I was there for opening day at Fenway Park wearing my – because I promised on the air that I would wear the Peyton Manning shirt for a month. Yeah. So I go up to the luxury box at the, uh, you know, the Intercom luxury box. Oh, yeah. And next door to the Reebok luxury box. Mm -hmm. And I walk up there and I walk out to watch the game. And who's four feet away from me standing in the Reebok box but Peyton Manning? (laughs) I'm wearing his shirt. I'm the only man in Boston wearing a Peyton Manning number 18 shirt for sure. Yes. Okay, because he had just beaten them. So I'm like, ah. Did you go say hello? Well, yeah. The 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 Globe was taking, the Herald was there. They were taking pictures of, of just Peyton Manning, you know, in the. And so. I said, I should, you know. So someone told him, oh, he lost a bet. So we do a picture, and it ends up in the, you know, inside track or something. Yeah. And it's me with Peyton Manning. He's got his hand around, you know, his arm around. And he, so he says to me while we're taking the pictures, he goes, what bet did you lose? I said, I bet against you for the pay. He goes, ha, ha, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm thinking, you fucker. Oh, man. But he was nice. He was very nice. He's a nice guy. And I have that picture. In fact, I think I tweeted it out today. Hold it up. I want to take a look in at it. In honor of Peyton Manning's birthday. He, who was a nice guy. Look. i got to say it. You know, I mean, I, he wasn't a jerk at all. No. You know, so. Anyway, that's my, my only Peyton Manning story. The only contact I've ever had with a man. Well, there you go. Yeah. Now, his brother Eli and I went out and got some hookers one night. I got that story, but I won't do that. No. <laughs> that was in New York. Yeah. Uh, so happy birthday to Peyton Manning, wherever he is. And I'm sure he's not listening to this, so we can say whatever we want. I don't know. He might be. Um, birthday today. 1874, Harry Houdini. Mm. Did you know he was Jewish? No. Yes, he was. Houdini birth. He was from uh, 
What's that country over there? Hungary or something? Budapest? Uh, Is he, who's from Budapest? Budapest, Where's that? yeah. Where's that? that? That's over there, Eastern Germany. Harry Houdini died at age 52. <laughs> what is wrong with you know, He oh died of God. appendicitis after all that escapism. Well, didn't he get hit in the belly really hard? He told some guy, hit me as hard yes. as he can. And, and, he, and it was when he had is that, an, an appendix problem. And, a, <laughs> and it killed him. And there it is. Did is he that come true? back? Is that, the, that's not an urban legend? No, he died on Halloween 1926 at the age of 52. And he vowed to come back. No, but I mean, yeah, I got this is the breaking story. Oh. He is back and he's coming up next week on the podcast. <gasps> yes. Oh, awesome. We're going to do a seance with Harry Houdini uh, uh, next week. Okay. Oh, by the way, I've attached myself to the uh, surreal world of the beyond. Yeah. I can do now uh, make contact with any dead person who's ever died, and we can do a series of seances on the podcast. Because in lieu of having guests and maybe exposing them to the coronavirus. Yeah. Why don't we just talk to people who are already dead? Oh, well, now, can you idea. conjure someone up like right now? No, no. I got, we, we, we do this by, you can't just. They you have to just, book them in advance? Yes. Because yeah, they yeah. they're not just on demand. A lot of people want to talk to them. All right. So we have that going for us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's, who's, who else's birthday today? I don't know. You tell us. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Steve McQueen. Oh, Steve oh. McQueen. Yeah, I just saw a movie with him today. You know, he's yeah. the one who said to he was married to the lady in Allie McGraw. Yeah, Allie McGraw. Allie McGraw in yeah. Love Story. Yeah. And she was sitting there topless sunbathing, and he said to her, he pointed, pointed at her chest and said, Bee stings. Oh. oh. <laughs> Isn't that the meanest thing? He was he was a real man's man. You know, he had a motorcycle and he was oh, yeah. he Did a, either of you guys see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Uh, no. Yep, I did. You did? Yeah. Yep. No. The the portrayal of Steve McQueen in that movie oh. was so lame. That was very lame, yeah, yeah. I agree. Now, Steve McQueen, his birthday today, yeah. you know how old he would be? Let me guess, uh, 82. 90. 90. He was oh. born in 1930. Yeah. He Hold on a second. What, is that is him? It, is that him? Is he calling from beyond no, the grave? That's, that's somebody else wants Harry to Houdini. Yeah. yeah. Steve McQueen was born in 1930, died in 1980 at the age of 50. Yeah. Been dead for 40 years. He'd be 90 today. Wow. If he were to be alive. What's and your favorite pro- Steve McQueen movie? Oh, Bullet, man. Yeah, Bullet. Pa- Papillon was pretty good. Yeah, it's a good uh, movie. Yeah, he was in a lot Great of really escape. good movies. Yeah. yeah. Magnificent Seven. Yeah, I just saw The Sand Pebbles today. And it was. Uh, but, but Bullet was, was, was basically Steve McQueen walking through time with this car and this chase scene. And it was like, it was all, it was all him. It was really well done. And he really drove that car. Yeah. You know. No, that's true. He did, and they yeah. Ford came out with a, a, a re, reissued version of that Mustang. Yeah, uh, was in a about two thousand and two. Yeah, and it was green, just like that, with the black stock wheels, and a, you know, and they called it the Bullet Edition, and yeah. it was unbelievably awesome. But they only made like a thousand of them. Yeah. I don't have one. Uh, Steve McQueen, happy birthday to him! Now, here's one more. You ready for this? this is a dead no. one. I, fat Bill, comic. Are you, are you ready? Name the I'm fat ready. comic. And when, when I say fat comic. Okay, Louis Anderson. Yes! Oh, for it's real. It's his birthday oh, today. Son of a gun. Good That's job. Chris Farley, I was thinking. <laughs> another, hey, Lou. Yeah. Uh, and another uh, fat comic is Kevin Meany, who I, I had on my television program when he was drunk. I told you this. And he was very, very funny. Yes. But uh, today, we tweeted out, Boston Radio Watch tweeted out a, a clip from Kevin Meany, and it was from Boston in 1986. Yeah. And so we thought we'd share that with our radio listening audience. Uh, Kevin Meany first talking about the hot chicks you meet near Fenway. Hot dog! Hot dog! Don't worry, I don't touch it, it's wrapped! Hot dog! Hot dog! Yeah, could you ring that out for me, please? 
You go to the bars around there. They go to the cask and flag and you find your fine women there. Buy me a beer! <laughs> Buy me a beer! What, do you not like me? <coughs> How come? Because of my teeth? See this one here? It's killing me! Go ahead, touch it, it's loose! Buy me a... Give me a sip! Come on. Give me a sip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've all met that person at the Cask and Flagon, yeah. uh, haven't we? Um, the other one is, uh, uh, well, you, the other fat comic, Louis Anderson. Yeah. I was working in New York. We had him on as a guest on the phone yes. as a, on the radio, and he was an asshole. Really? Yeah, he was such a, like, he was like an arrogant aloof? prick. Oh, he nice. was just a real, and he was being a real douche. We were just going, ask a stupid question. You know, mm-hmm. he's not, he was being really, really nasty. So I thought to myself, well, okay, he's funny on stage. He makes fun of himself for being fat, but he's an asshole. But he knew he was going to be a guest on the show. It's like, was yeah, this... can't you do a little better than that? He was a, do- he was a dork and yeah. a shitball. Yeah. Was yeah. this when he was hosting Family Feud? I don't remember what it was. It, well, it was 1999. Was it was 1999. Yeah, yeah, might have been. Yeah, might have been. So anyway, he, he was... all right. So Kevin Meany, just one more thing. Now, this may not be politically correct. Uh, may what, not. What he's be. about Jeez. to say, which means this is going to be bad. Well, yeah. but he, you know, he's the kind of guy who goes off on a on a tangent. Where do we do with then, our hate mail? Well, well, no, it's it's like it's it's not us. Oh. You know, it's Kevin Meany it's from him. October twenty seventh, nineteen eighty six. Dig to China when I was a kid. Did you ever do that? I just wonder if kids in China were digging to America. You know? Oh yeah, let's dig to America. Oh yeah. You have to have a globe to get that joke, I guess. Huh? I'm six years old out in the backyard digging away. My dad would come out. What are you doing down there, Kevin? I'm digging to China. Okay, get home for supper. Never tell me it was impossible to dig to China. Never learned why until I was about 12 when I burnt my hands on the core of the earth. (laughs) Chinese guy. (laughs) I'm sorry. Charo took over my body right there for a minute. I don't know. I love to. I, I go to Chinatown. I I drive there when I go. Uh, you, you, you can't buy you can't buy things in Chinatown. You can only buy items. I don't know if if you know this. Excuse me. I like to buy that pen. You want to buy pen? You want to buy pen? Have you buy pen here for you? Cowboy pen, clock, date, cycle, everything. Four fifty, real nice item. Yeah, it's a pen, clock, date, cycle, everything. Four fifty, real nice item. Yeah. It's a pen, clock, this, like radio, TV, camera, trash compactor, rectal thermometer. Oh, boy, I'm on fire. Oh, I'm on fire. Hey, little girl, daddy, ho, go and leave you all alone. Got a bad desire. Oh, I'm on fire. Oh, baby, baby, good to you. <laughs> Kevin Meany. Uh, this is a can't guy. do that today. <laughs> well, no, you can't do that today. No. He's dead. So, I mean, even if he did it, what's, what's he going to do? When he was, I told you, he was on my TV show, he came in drunk. I, did I tell you the story? He was drunk. Oh, yes, and he slid down off the chair. He slid, he, you know his I Don't Care song? Yeah. He slid off the chair, live TV, sitting on the floor of the studio going, I don't care, I don't care. And he's like on the floor, and I don't know. It, that actually happened. So with respect to the late Kevin Meany, yep. 
There you go. Digging to China was the name of that sh- little shtick he did in Boston yeah. back a long time ago. Um, so we are essential personnel, yeah. all of us here on the yeah. broadcast. Wouldn't it be sad if we weren't, if we were deemed not essential? Well, <laughs> essential is, is really relative. It's yeah. relative to your, what your function is. Yeah. And we're all essential to our families and friends. But yeah. our, what our jobs are, like what would happen if I couldn't be on the radio tomorrow from 3 to 7? You know, it would still be playing. Somebody would be playing music on the radio station, right? So this, it's not really essential. But as a media person, uh, the Department of Homeland Security has said that we, you know, we can drive around. If they say, okay, no one can drive and go on the roads, yeah. I can still do that because I have a certificate of essentiality. Do you say, uh, do you know who I am if you get stopped? Never. I've no. never said that okay. uh, in no. my life. I'm, no. I'm always afraid they're going to say, no, I, I don't. <laughs> Hey, let me ask you this question. When you were, uh, I barely know who you, you are. were taking live phone calls there on the Pike. Did, did you have any unusual calls? Well, no. You know, we were trying to get people to to kind of give us an idea of what they were doing and yeah. how they're getting through and what the biggest problem in, in their particular quarantine is. Yeah. But I think this is going to be over in three weeks. Yeah. By Easter. That's right. Just like the president said. That's I believe, right. <laughs> I believe him this time. Oh, yeah? There are, there are people who are going to go crazy when he does this. They're going to say, look, he's causing death and destruction. He doesn't care about people. Meanwhile, the economy would be roaring. And just think, if the economy goes down, I was thinking about this today. If the economy goes down, so goes the health care system, period. Well, why? Well, it depends on everything, doesn't that's it? That's when the doctors uh, pinch hit. And they just do it for and free. And they work for free. <laughs> yeah, they say, you know what? We're doing pretty well. I have a tennis court in my house. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I look. I was. Uh, I don't know what, what what possessed me. I think I was watching uh, Naked Gun. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Is yeah. One of my favorite, funniest, actual people ever in my life. Yep. And I met him at the Greater Hartford Open. Really. And he was being interviewed by a cluster of about five or six microphones in his face, you know. And he was one of the celebrities that Sammy Davis Jr. had brought in for the Sammy Davis Jr. Greater Hartford Open, which was Connecticut's biggest celebrity event of yeah. the year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I met Jerry Lewis and, and you know Bob Hope. It was like it was every year. It's like whoa! And I had a camera pass. This was awesome. Bill, can you help me pick up all these names, Mike? You just dropped? well, no. Yeah, but I'm I'll, saying I'll this, I'm just somewhere. trying to describe the scenario. Yeah. Why was Leslie Nielsen being interviewed? Well. He had this fart machine, <laughs> yep, and he used to keep it in his pocket all the time, and he did it so deadpan. When we're talking to him, he'd say, well, you know, of course, my first role was for Disney, Swamp Fog, and you're, you know, coming down, and it comes from down low because it's in his pocket. So we all start laughing because a couple of people didn't know that was his thing. He had a patent on this fart machine. It was tremendous. Yeah. So then he goes on with Gail King. Gail King had a 5 o'clock talk show, which is right after Oprah. And she, he sat down on the set with her, and this was live. And Gail is very, very, you know. This is television. All business, yes. Yeah. And she, he must have done 12 rippers <laughs> while she's talking to him. And she was hysterical. You know, she didn't know. She was hy- uh, hysterical, yeah. dying, because she didn't know what the heck it was. She, she thought he was really she farting. She couldn't stop laughing. And he's totally serious. Yeah. Because like he was in, you know, naked, like, yeah. goddamn funny guy. So... There's there's a whole like string of YouTube clips of him doing that to talk, to talk shows all over the world. <laughs> right, he was so good at it, and and I love the guy. So he passed away in 2010. But I, I said, I wonder where he's buried. You know, I just for laughs. I went on the. Uh, <laughs> what a weird thing to think. I know. I, I always wonder where. where <laughs> what? Well, because when people die, you wonder where where do they end up picking as a spot to be buried. Oh, you know? I never think that. You don't. No. 
Oh. Well, you're, you're how old are you? Eleven? Yes. <laughs> Wait, do you already know where you want to be buried? No, I, I might want to be. Uh, it's not that far away. You got to get your ducks. I don't in know if I'm be cremated. I, I just don't want someone to shove me down some dirty ash hole. Cremated? You want to pollute the atmosphere with your? your oh my god. Um, Wait, do you know? Don't so, tell Nancy Pelosi. Bill, do you know where you're going to be buried? Are you going to be buried? I like to be buried at sea. That's not really buried. That's kind of your ashes would be dusted to the wind, uh, dust in the wind. Uh, spoken like a true seaman. Yeah, now I'm getting okay there. Okay, that's better. Yeah, leave it's it better. better. Hey, what yeah, was that? So um anyway, so he's buried in Florida. Leslie Ugh. Nielsen. And you know what it says on his gravestone? No. Letter rip. <laughs> ah. It does. It's a beautiful thing. Um speaking of which, can you get can you Google the, the song cuz I have a little name game round we're going to play. Really? Can you Google the song uh Bad Case of Loving You? Was that was that Robert Palmer? Robert Palmer, yeah. 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 Bad case of loving you. The karaoke uh, version. Well, we're going to have uh, Joe Castiglioki come in and do it oh. for us. Uh, yeah, karaoke. You got to put it. You can't. You can't yeah, 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 yeah. Ben, are you okay? It's right there. I got it. Yeah, there it is. It's right there. Top one for our listeners at home. Just, just cue it up. Ben is running the computer. So here's a, here's what the little quick. Just stop, stop right there. Here's what, a quick round of the name game. Ben. Using yes. the name, and it could be imaginary person. Yeah. In what? other words, fictional, or it could be real. Okay. Okay. But not an imaginary person. The name Doc. Ready? Okay. Go. Go. Doc Rivers. Doc Leonard. Doc Ellis. Doc Severinsen. Doc. Did you say Doc Rivers? No, he did. I, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Doc in the, in the uh, Seven Dwarfs. You, oh, oh. oh. Doc Holliday. Uh, I'm out. Doc Ellis, the pitcher. Doctor Doom. Oh. Doctor Doolittle. Doctor Evil. Doc, you're out. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Doctor Death. Steve Williams. Who's that? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Doc, former right-hander for the Texas Rangers. Doc Medich. Doc Emmett Brown. Uh, oh, back from, to the future. Back to the future. Right. How about Doc on Star Wars? I mean Star Trek. Uh, Doc. Uh, Doc. Bones. Uh, Bones. Bones. Yeah. Yeah. Doc Bones. That's nah. As a guy, his name is Doc. <laughs> okay, go right. ahead. Um, you guys are ready to lose right now. Oh, that's bad. Uh, Come on. Uh, no one said Doc. Dr. Octopus. Who's that? Doc Ock. Spider-Man's one of his greatest villains. Yeah. Yeah. How about Lost in Space? Dr. Smith. Dr. Smith. That's Bill Smith's. That's right. Go ahead. Okay, see, I'm going to win. It's my alter ego. I'm going to win. Okay, how about uh, Dr. Franklin? Dr. Frankenstein, but no, you care. You're out of the game. You're out of the game. Damn it. <laughs> All right, you give up? Dr. Fauci. Dr. Uh, Fauci. Oh, wait, there's more. Oh. I got I got a million more, but I'm not going to oh, save them. I'm not even going to do them right now. All right. You know what I'm saying? Doc Edwards, the former catcher. Yeah. Yeah, there's a million of them. So I'm not gonna. I'm gonna move on. We're gonna tr- pay tribute to all the doctors in America who is saving lives as we speak right now. And uh, I, I here's Joe Castiglioki. I think he's up there in the booth. I'm right here. All right, take whoa, it away. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> take it away, Joe. A hot summer night fell like a net. I've got to find my baby yet. I need you to give me head. (laughs) Doc. Turn my blue veins to red. (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I've got a bad case of loving you. Oh. No pills gonna cure my ill. I got a bad case of loving you. Doc Castigliotti. A pretty face. Don't make no pretty heart. Eat some Fenway Franks, <laughs> and you're gonna fart. You think I'm cute? I'm a little bit shy. So mama, back up, or it's gonna go right in your eye.